Ja Hind spooks and spookettes. Why don't I just say spook and spooks and spookettes? And what in the heck is Ja Hind? That's Hindi. I think it. I think it means hello. Let me guess. You learned that today at work. Yes, I did. Nice. I'm Taylor Gentry. I'm Corey Guthrie. And this is the CamcorderTV.com Weekly Recap Podcast Show. Episode whatever it is right now. Uh, 28? Yeah, I think it's 28. I think it's 28. So. We we actually need to actually look at that, and every time we introduce the show, we should introduce whatever episode it is. That's what we should do. We should do, but we probably will forget about it this time. And then once we reach 100, we can just quit doing it. No, like, once, yes, we hit a milestone. No, on the 100th podcast, we we ought to like have like a, a party and invite everybody. I think we should have everybody from the show, every, at least everybody that did the um, podcast before for the, the, the kickoff of Tay. Yeah, that we should be, have everybody that would be really fun. Show back so, up. So uh, if you're um, if you're listening and you were in that podcast, mark your calendar. What seventy weeks from. Today, however, 72, long 72 weeks from today, we will be doing that podcast. So, so you, you have a while. Yeah. And most of you probably won't even talk to us anymore by then, because you'll probably hate us. I hope. Like most I hope, people. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope it doesn't either, but I, 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 I bet a few people will hate us by then. Well, that was really gloom and doom, Corey. So, to change the subject... When things go boom in Dexter's love. Let's talk about what's going on this week at camcordertv.com. Nobody even got that. I I got that. Okay. I used to watch Dexter's Lab all the time. Okay. It's a great show. But anyway. So, this week on Count Drahoon's Festival of Fright, the Count honors the 30th anniversary of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Horrible movie. What? Horrible movie. Actually, I don't believe I've ever watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Dude, you can't consider yourself a horror buff unless I'm you not watch. a horror buff. I know you're not, but <laughs> it's a really it's a good it's a great horror movie. And uh, Drahoon does a short little I wouldn't even call it a review because he doesn't really critique the movie. He's just he just talks about it because it's an important movie in horror movies. So did he dress up like? Wait, you just called him Drahoon again. Oh crap! He is gonna hurt you. Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? <gasps> My okay, goodness. Count Drahoon keeps, you know, he um, he he doesn't really do. You know what I mean? You know what I just said? I just, yeah. All I did was just rewind everything and add the word count to it, but the damage is done. Yes. So. Don't don't gnaw me, bro. But yes, Count Drahoon talks about Nightmare on Elm Street and its significance to the horror film. So, uh, if you can, be sure to check that out. Uh, this week's product for bad advertising is Mentos. Yummy, I love Mentos. Starring, uh, this week's ad actually stars <coughs> Craig Willis. Craig Willis. Be- believe it or not, Craig is actually, uh, the the whole idea for bad advertising was Craig Willis's idea. Do you know that? Craig Willis is a smart man. He's I don't a, remember, I think you told me that. He's a very smart man. Well, so. And for the next yeah, couple of weeks, for the next couple of weeks, he's pretty much the star for the upcoming um, bad advertising ads. He's the he's the star of uh, the Mentos ad and for the ad for next week, which you're going to have to find out next week. Dun, dun, dun. But I think you're going to really like it. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. 
I think I think I might I think I might sit down sometime this week and 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 I might I might do a little um do a little by myself bad advertising. You should episode. You should. I might do that. You should. You should. You should. Mm-hmm. You should. You should. You should. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the also uh, we have Aaron Mickelson has another campaign ad. Uh, he basically explains his foreign policy f- vision for the Republic of Texas in under 60 seconds. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is a major feat. It's a pretty major feat. So, and let me guess. It's all about secede. 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 It's actually a lot simpler than just that. <sighs> but you'll have to watch. you got to watch the ad. Have you watched the ad? No, not yet. Of course you haven't. But you know, any any tech nerd will actually understand why I just said secede three times. A long no, well, not a long time ago, a few years ago though, um, there was a developer conference mm-hmm. that uh, Microsoft was putting on, mm-hmm. and Steve Ballmer, who was CEO at the time, was standing up in front of everybody, and he yells out three times really, really loud, "Developers! Developers! Developers!" Oh wow! Because they were trying to get developers. Oh cool. It's kind of funny. Sounds funny. So any any tech nerd's gonna know what I'm talking about right there. I didn't get it. So <coughs> I guess that means that means I'm. Not Excuse a, me for the coughing. I guess that means I'm not a tech nerd. No, so you're what, definitely not a tech nerd. What kind of a nerd you, would I be? You are a movie nerd. Thank you. I kind think of, a compliment. sort of. But anyway, you're not as nerdish as you should be, because if you were a true movie nerd, you would know things going on for movies that are coming up. Well, I kind of do. Like what? Uh, I saw a teaser trailer for The Hateful Eight coming out next year. That's Quentin Tarantino's new movie. Yeah. How is that not... Talking about the nitty gritty. Digging deep. Well, the nitty gritty, like his that script that he wrote for that movie, got leaked online. Yeah, that, and... everybody knew about that though. Okay, you know what? Fine, Corey. Whatever. I'm talking about getting down in deep, like like what I read earlier. I think it was earlier today or yesterday about um, Marvel and the fact that there is a very good possibility that um, one of the movies they have set up for, I believe it was 2018, that's unannounced, is. Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. which is also Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and um, the Black Panther. And that would actually put um, Marvel in a very good position, according to the article, because uh, for right now, they've been meeting the needs of all of the guys like us that mm-hmm. want to go watch all the big action movies and everything. And when they get Ms. Marvel in there, it'll be catering towards the women, mm-hmm. because you've got a strong female lead, mm-hmm. and then Black Panther, they'll be catering towards the African American community. And that'll be the first time, well, not the first time they're doing that, because they do have, um, um, they do have Rhodey mm-hmm. and Iron Man, but he's a second-rate character, basically, in the movies. Um, and they did have uh, Falcon in Captain America the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So they they have had they have met that demographic mm-hmm. according to the article, 
but it'll be the first time that they have a lead character that is African American, African American, and a main character that's a woman. That will um, hopefully help them branch out their demographics more, cool. which is kind of cool. Yeah. And your phone is ringing. It's my father, but I'll have to talk to him later. Yeah, you were talking earlier. You were going to go on a, on a rant about a movie. I know. I normally do. But, uh, but anyway, uh, see, what else do we have? We didn't have a Child Time with Daylon episode this week. No. Mainly because Daylon is a real-life high schooler, a junior in high school, and she does have quite a bit on her plate this year. So... She was pretty busy last week when we went to film. Mm-hmm. So we were not able to get her, but hopefully we should be filming tomorrow. So there should be a new episode for this Monday. Yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Which is also the day I go back to school, unfortunately. Ha ha! I know. But, uh... Yeah. Oh, hey. That reminds me. <coughs> Man, sorry about the coughing. Um, I saw an article the other day, or not an article, but a little blurb the other day uh-huh. online that, um, the, one of the TPAC theaters on September 13th is going to be holding auditions for a, uh, traveling, um, version of Camelot. Ooh. It will be traveling all over the country, apparently. If I can and, sing, I, I'd audition. Well, it, it, it depends on if it's the musical version or if it's a just an acting version. If it's just an acting version, you might want to go try out. You never know. There's a... There's a... I thought it was just a musical. I didn't know that Spamalot it was a Spamalot is a musical. Yeah, but the, but the play the, Camelot is a musical. This movie. might be a different one, though. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. I've never heard of the different one. But it could be new. You get what I'm saying? It might not be the one that you know of. Anyway, you can keep talking and I will look this information up for you. Well, I'm trying to think what else we have going on. Uh, You watch any good movies lately? Uh, Actually, I went to... I I went to go to the uh, 9 o'clock showing of um, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. And what did you think? You know, a lot of people are really, really disappointed about it, and they. Some I say, saw the reviews, and some are saying that, like it's really terrible. I mean, I don't think it was nearly as good as the first movie, but I thought it was good. I mean, I don't think it didn't disappoint me. Well, the ending disappointed me, and but I mean, I, I mean, I liked it all right. I thought it was a good movie. It was to me, it was. Definitely worth seeing. So I heard there is a lot of nudity in it, though. Yes, but I'm not complaining. Something about Ava Green front, front frontage. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is the musical one. Okay, see. I, I okay, well there you go. You you can't do it because you cannot sing. No, not a lick. Not you a tried lick. though. I did try. Godspell was good. Godspell, I I love doing that play. It was a good play. Bye Bye Birdie, but technically I didn't sing in Bye Bye Birdie. I mainly talked my song, so... Maybe you should have done that for Godspell. Probably. It would have been better. It would have been funny. It would have been funny. Kind of like a, a Bob Dylan, Chris Christopherson thing. I can't even remember this. Oh, We Beseech Thee. That was the song I had yeah. to sing. So. Yeah. 
put Bob Dylan twang to it. It would have been like, We beseech thee, O Harris Lord, as we go down Highway 61. I don't think there was a line in there about Highway 61. There wasn't, but Bob Dylan, he he likes to change things up. That's true. So, Actually, I just thought of uh, <coughs> something else we could talk about that's actually going on CamcorderTV.com. Bob Dylan? No. Uh, tomorrow we will be filming... We're kind of... We're kind of late, but we, we're going to be filming our August special. Yes. Uh, it is going to be it is going to be called The Fart in Our Stars. <laughs> I'm very excited about <laughs> The it. Fart in Our Stars. The Fart in Our Stars. Yes, in case you're wondering, it is based yes. off of John the Green's Fault The Fault in Our Stars. In our stars. But it's... It's gonna. I'm really. I'm really excited. It's gonna be really funny. Then we are not trying to downplay the seriousness of the fault in our stars. No. Please forgive us for that. I it, mean, if it, it sounds like I'm downplaying it, I haven't read the book or seen the movie. It's sitting right over there. So I'm. I don't want to read it. I don't. I'm, I'm audio. Reading, I don't, this is for audio. Book. I don't have a CD player. I've got cassettes. Dude, I got a cassette player. You got a phone. Yeah, but you just plug a pair of headphones in while you're walk or while you're running or whatever and I'm, listen to the book. But I like to listen to music when I'm on my own. Okay, well then, wanna... when you well then you when you're at work and you're walking around sweeping or something, just put in the headphones and listen to a book. Yeah, but I hardly ever sweep at work. Well, I know there's plenty of time where you're just sitting there doing nothing. At this work. is true, but usually I'm just talking with the guys and with with the guys. Well, then tell the guys you're being a girl for a change and listen to. Well, I don't mean it that way because I listen to audiobooks all the time too, but. Yeah, I'll never be able to downplay that if I tell them that. So. Well, anyway. Well, on that note, uh, since we don't... That's really all the important things that we had to talk about tonight. You're, you're actually done talking about I'm, Sin City? Oh, I didn't even finish. No, I kind of no. interrupted you. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, basically, I mean... In some, on some levels, it didn't really make sense because you know you had Mickey Rourke's character who died in the first movie, mm-hmm. and he was basically like the main character in the movie. So does this would take place before the other one? Or See, after? that's 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 the question, and it's kind of a hard question to answer. Was Benicio del Toro in this one? He was not. He was not in it. Okay. Um. But the thing is, like Bruce Car- Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis's character died at the end of Sin City in the first one, and spoiler he was de- alert, and he was dead in this one. In, in this one, so there's just that it, doesn't make any sense. And and the whole story with with Josh Brolin, who played Dwight, who was originally played by Clive Owen in the first movie. This it was his story was a prequel. This was this happened before the whole war, you know, between the girls at Old Town and the cops or the mob. Um So there was part of a prequel and part of a weird part of a prequel guy back from the dead? Well, that part of the movie which was ba- basically that part of the movie Jessica Alba was the star because it basically picked up where her and Bruce Willis' story left off from the first movie. That was a sequel. That part of the movie was the sequel. But everywhere else that like Mickey Rourke's character was in, I don't know what you would call it because 
you know, you recall he died at the end. Of, he, he died at, in Sin City 1. Maybe he didn't truly die. But, <coughs> another spoiler alert coming. Uh, his girl Goldie and her twin sister make an appearance in the movie. They're both still alive. But that, but wait a minute, that was in Dwight's story, so maybe, but Mickey Rourke played a huge story in Dwight's story, so. Well, Dwight's story was a prequel then, so you said. So yeah, I guess, okay, that part, okay, so, I was guess. Was Mickey Rourke only in Dwight's story? No, he was in all of it, like, he was in it pretty much, he played a pretty pivotal role in each story. That's just weird. Maybe they brought him back from the dead. Or it's like you it's it's either he really didn't die from the electric chair or he Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller decided to tell the story a lot like, you know, the Mexico trilogy. You know what I mean? Like El Mariachi, Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. If you watch all I've three of those I never watched El Mariachi. Okay. Well, if you watch all three of those movies this is a pretty this is this is my theory. I've I've explained this more than once. Um, my theory is is that he told it in the way that he told that that trilogy, and the way that that trilogy works is it's supposed to be the mythology of the character of El Mariachi. So you have different like folk tales and legends that surround him that people you know grasp onto and retell the tales, and each movie is about a certain tale about that one character. So I think that's what explains the confusion about Sin City Two. I don't know. I could be wrong. You so probably are. I wh- no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But that may be a very overcomplicated theory for a very simple thing. But that's the only thing I can think of. The only thing that would make me go watch that movie right now is if Bruce Willis and Elijah Wood were in it again. Well, Elijah Wood's character. Was Elijah crazy. Wood's character is not in it, but Bruce Willis is in it. Elijah Elijah Woods was just awesome in that movie. Bruce Real creepy. So the movie is weirdo. is an hour and forty two minutes. So Bruce Willis, I think, is in it for a good twenty thirty minutes. Oh, that's not bad. So I still won't go watch it. It's if I'm not, going to the theater anytime soon, I'm going to watch Guardians again. It's 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 really not a bad movie. I I mean I didn't think, but I I guess I guess I'm too nice. Well, you no, are. I, no, when, when no, I see you're... a movie, when I see a movie I don't like, I'm pretty honest about it. But I, I like this movie. May, I guess mainly because it was just good to see. Maybe you just have a bad taste in movies. I don't have bad taste in movies. Maybe you kind of do. No. I think you probably do. No, I, I watch a lot of. Well, I, I watch. I'm I watch good and bad movies, but I mean. So at least you're fair to the bad movies. I try to be fair to the bad movies. I'm gonna watch a. I'm gonna go watch a bad movie now. I gotta watch three good movies to make up for it. But I didn't think. I didn't think Sin City Two was a bad movie. So I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but it was bad. So you don't think it deserved the? What did it get to right now? Hold on, let me look that up. Let's see, everybody. What is Sin City sitting at on um on Flickster for? For its rating. Oh, it's at a 43. Oh, wow. That bad? Yes. Well, hmm. Let's read a couple reviews. You can go ahead and talk while I'm Well, I don't... That. I understand why people didn't like it. 
I mean, no, I, it's, a good thing. it's understand. I mean, I'm not like dogging on people that didn't like the movie. I understand why people didn't like the movie. I just don't. There are a handful of ways in which a Dame to Kill For actually improves on the first movie. Alas, none are enough to prevent it from being a substantial disappointment. Wow, that's pretty hard. That's a bad one. That's from Christopher Orr of The Atlantic. Now, Lisa Kennedy of the Denver Post, she gave it a good review. A Dame to Kill For isn't likely to create converts out of those uninterested in the pulpy side of fiction, but it more than earns its keep. In terms of lavishing love, mildly ironic, all well, as pretty mm, earnest on pumped up nor. Yeah. Let's see what some other people have said, because I know there was one that talked about Ava Green quite a bit. I love Ava Green. Ooh, there you go. Here's a bad one. This is from Laura Clifford of Reeling Reviews. More of a pictorial companion piece to a graphic novel than a movie, leading one to wonder why Miller doesn't play just doesn't just employ Rodriguez as a photographic panel artist. All we'd be missing is Green's gravelly purr. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Ooh, visually stunning but emotionally lifeless. Yeah, that that was my main problem with it. The, the first movie had a lot of great character development, and the second movie, it was just kind of, it was, compared to the first one, it seemed more of a senseless action movie. Oh, here you go. Julian, any sense. Julian Roman, I'm, a, I'm assuming that's a dude, I don't know for sure, from MovieWeb. Sin City, a dame to kill for, is a known commodity that is pretty much on par with the original. At the very least, seeing the smoldering Ava Green melt the screen is worth the price of admission. And that's a good review. See, even the good reviews, good reviews don't sound that bad. I mean, don't sound that good. No, I, and it's like I said, it's not a great movie. But I mean, it's... <laughs> the tone, and, tone is almost completely humorless, unless you factor how over-the-top the noir homage gets. It's like the whole movie is spoken in Batman voice. That's, that's a good one. I should have read the review in Batman voice. That would have been awesome. Anyway, I'm done reading. All right. Well, on that note, we'll call it a night. After we've gone for 22 and a half minutes. That's right. So from all of us here at camcordertv.com, I'm Taylor Gentry. Why do you always say all of us? Because, I mean, it's only you and I that do the podcast usually. Yeah, but we represent more people. Yeah, but they don't care. Yes, they do. I don't think they even listen to the podcast. Then we will make them care. Oh, okay. Well, that works, too. I'm Corey Guthrie. And this has been another edition of the CamcorderTV.com Weekly Recap Podcast Show. And we will see you on CamcorderTV.com. Camcorder